Welcome to American Patriots have responded. And I done met use the old show name. We've been off the air too long. It's American Patriot News now. Oh, well, I'm still the Constitutional Cowboy. And last I knew you were still Fran Farmer. All right. Last time I looked too. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm Bill Moss, the Constitutional Cowboy. Uh, I know I ain't got on my cowboy hat tonight, but it is a cowboy hat. It's a Trump cowboy hat. See, it's got bullshit on it. It says Trump 2024, no more bullshit. Okay. Bet you're missing him by now, aren't you? I am. Oh, we all do. We all do. You know, uh, I, I'm sitting here watching people, you know, these shots being jabbed into them and into their kids. I've been fighting against it. Fran, you've been fighting against it. It's helped us fight again. We all been fighting against it. Now it just goes on and on. But we did score a bit of bit, bit of a win this 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 week, but not a total win. I'm gonna explain that in a minute. But first, I just want to tell you about Joe Biden's week. Joe had a wonderful week. If you're a loser, okay, he should have that big L tattooed on his forehead because he's going down. He's burning. He's crashing. He's going into flames. Joe's had this week. We hit a 7% inflation rate. Well, what does that mean? It means that you're no longer paying $1.89 for 73.27 meat at the grocery store. You're paying $5 a pound for that kind of hamburger, okay? Uh, It means that your uh, steaks are up probably about $35, $40 a piece now, Um. Your gasoline, I talked to Ed in California last night. Ed said the gasoline's up $6 a gallon. Okay. And it's going up, folks. (laughs) It's going. It's going. Okay. And all this is, you know, uh, part of this is part of that that Green New Deal. Have you looked at the carbon footprint to make an electric vehicle? It is outrageous. You have to get it from a power plant that burns coal. I can run a used Chevy for 10 years and not make any more carbon footprint than that car is going to make. Like you said, the electricity, they haven't, they're already in California where the weather's warm, asking people to cut down on the use of uh, the electric to charge their cars because it's straining the grid. Now, this is California. They're not sitting here under snow like we are in Kentucky. That's why I got this hoodie on tonight. Well, I got me a warm ball cap on. It's cool in this office. And uh, so th- this is ridiculous, folks. This is ridiculous. 7% this week, Fran. What do you think about that? Have you been to the store lately? Well, what I paid $15 for a year ago, I'm now paying 22 Well, you know, I, I had some pictures, and my phone is messed up, and I can't download them. I had some pictures. I went to the Dollar General here in McKee, Kentucky. It's a little country town. And I've heard that it's like that in the other stores in our town. And over half of the shelves were empty. Mostly the food shelves, paper goods, cleaning supplies, laundry detergent, stuff that you need, necessities. We didn't have them. But we had plenty of, plenty of Chinese junk oh, no. still on the shelves. Have you noticed that when you go to the stores? It's not that bad, but it's getting that way. Yeah, if you if you want a if you want a little water gun, it's going to break first time you squirt somebody. You can probably buy 15, 20 of them in a heartbeat, okay? Or a fun noodle, or if you want a Chinese made rug or pillow that's going to let you lay flat on your head, 
-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, you can get that stuff. Anything Mark China is coming through. That tells me there's a problem here. Let's yeah. see. Wasn't Joe Biden, wasn't him and Hunter accused of making money off of China? There's a lot of American people that's making a lot of money off of China right now. Well, it's kind, it's kind, of, it's kind of amazing to me, though. I mean, he got caught red-handed, red yeah. okay? He's red-handed caught in this electric car deal with China and the batteries and all of that, mm -hmm. the lithium. Uh, it, it's kind of suspect to me when he's done being caught up in all this that we can still get plenty of Chinese goods, but we can't get nothing out of the United States because they're paying people not to work here. Why would they pay people not to work here? Well, if China was paying him more to pay him not to work out of our own pocket, the ones of us that do work, then he makes money, we lose money. He don't give a damn. Does that make sense to you? He makes his money by swapping money. Right. By shutting down our government, by shutting down our stores, by shutting down our our businesses, our manufacturers, by, by you know, using this enhanced unemployment, extra food stamps, whatever you want to call it. He uses all these programs so people don't go back to work. And the damn people, excuse my language, but the damn people are too stupid to wake up and realize that, hey, you're trading a freebie now for slavery later and we're going to get to that okay let's let's move on uh this seven percent inflation rate has brought him another problem mm -hmm. that the wall, i actually heard him complaining all these other things you know what his approval rating is now 33 percent 33 percent of the voters in america think that he's doing a good job and that's only the ones that answer the phone. I tell you what, I think uh, I think Lincoln's approval rating was higher than that after he's assassinated. <laughs> 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 and don't take that the wrong way, folks. I'm not saying go out and walk the old man. He he. Uh, all, all they got to do is unplug him, and he's gone anyway. Uh, and then, 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 to make it better, to make it better. They have been conniving and thriving to kill the filibuster. Okay. And they've done everything in their power to do it. They have treated Joe Manchin like a redheaded stepchild. And then out of the blue, the one they forgot about that they kind of quit harassing when they went tooth and nail after Joe was Christian cinema. And I watched her most statesmanly or states personally, or whatever it is nowadays, uh, one of her most statesmanly speeches I have ever heard her make. And it was, why to not get rid of the filibuster? And she went all the way back in history to George Washington, who was not a party politician. And he said that he wished that we wouldn't be, but if we did become one, that we would keep it fair and balanced. That was the reason the filibuster was there. That's the reason the filibuster is still there. And that is the reason she got up and she walked through it very eloquently and, and drawn out a lot more than I'm going to do tonight. You can look up the speech if you want to hear it. Uh, but she talked about, you know, our government can't be controlled by whoever's empire, just them take it over and just run it any way they want, that we have to have some balance.
and that filibuster was that balance. And that's why her and Joe Manchin, uh, if I was going to give somebody a thumbs up of the week, it'd be her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go on down through here, though, but she done a great job of destroying the filibuster. If you've not seen that, you need to look it up and listen to her speech. It makes a lot of sense. And you're listening to somebody that's a diehard conservative uh, saying that I support what she had to say in that speech. I don't always support her. I don't always support the Republicans, friend. You know that. And I'm one. I'm a Republican running for sheriff in Jackson County, Kentucky. And still, if the rhinos come in, uh, oh, Kessinger, Kessinger, the astronaut, the one that flew up in space and bumped his head on an asteroid, come down and got elected to office. (laughs) He's decided to call it quits. He's not going to run again. Surprise, 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 as Gomer would say. (laughs) <laughs> there, there is a bunch of those people in the house right now that's talking about retirement, including the speaker of the house. Or had you heard that yet? Oh yeah. We're going to get to him, Nancy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to get to her. Uh, but Kissinger, he, he decided he's not going to run again. And uh, you know, that, that there's a old saying in South, good riddance and good garbage, bad garbage, you know? And uh, so I'm glad he's going. Uh but I kind of jumped ahead on him. I won't come back to these others that's leaving in a little bit. Uh, also, the Supreme Court this week <clears throat> shut down Biden's vaccine mandate for employers of 100 or more people. Yep. Now, there's something about that that really gripes me. Do you know what that is? Yeah, they, the medical field is not part of that. The medical field is part of, not part of it, and government contractors are not part of it. Now, you tell me something, or the military, as far as I know, I think that's a different lawsuit going on together right now. SEALs have got a big lawsuit on that, I know. Uh, you tell me something. When did you have to give up your rights as a U.S. citizen to be a doctor, a nurse, or a caretaker? When did you have to give up your rights as a U.S. citizen to be a contractor for the government or to be a part of our military? Our military is comprised of U.S. citizens. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. If you come and you say, "Okay, it's unconstitutional to make people that work in factories with 100 or more people. Take a vaccine then it is unconstitutional to make a healthcare worker, a doctor, a nurse, or caretaker, to make a x-ray technologist or a janitor in the hospital or anybody else take a shot. It's illegal to make the contractors take it, and it's illegal to make our military take it. So our Supreme Court, again, is writing law instead of looking at it and saying this is either constitutional or unconstitutional. That is their job. And that really drives me. Go ahead, Frank. Now, I have one question about that court case. Was it just about the 100 uh, people or more employed uh, businesses out there? That, that was how it was about- the case. Okay. But the, uh, these other professions were not put in there? No. Well, then that, that, uh, that was where the mistake was then, as they didn't put that into the lawsuit as well. 
as far as I know it was. I haven't seen the paperwork on it. But this is what the Supreme Court ruled. Even if it was in there, it's still unconstitutional to rule right. that way. You know, what people don't understand in this great country, and I did say it's still a great country, we just got horrible representatives and people in the branches of our government. What people don't realize in this great country, our four founding fathers had the foresight to say, you have this limited path that you can take in your job in the federal government. The Supreme Court is to look at the Constitution and rule if a case is constitutional or unconstitutional. If it's unconstitutional, they deny it. If it's constitutional, they accept it. They're not to look at it and say, well, it's constitutional for this person and not for that, because that is unconstitutional, because we are endowed with certain inalienable rights from our creator that are guaranteed in the Constitution. And safety in your body is part of that. Okay, safety in your person, it says. So that means to be secure in your person. You have the choice if you put on a mask to be secure in your person. You have the choice if you take a vaccine. You have a choice if you go outside with a coat in the snow. You know, I had an uncle that had all the nerve endings. He got burned so bad he had no feeling in the skin, right? And he would go out in the snow and lay down on the ground, work on his car and everything else in a pair of shorts, no shoes, no, no T-shirt, no nothing on and he would get pneumonia. And he couldn't understand that why, because he never got cold. Well, <laughs> I tried to tell him, I said, Donnie, your body gets cold whether you feel it or not. You know, I love him, don't, don't get me wrong. He's like a brother to me, okay? And he was a very smart man any other way. <laughs> but he would get pneumonia every year. And it was because he wouldn't wrap up, you know? And uh, he said, well, I'm just not cold, you know? And uh, so he, He'd always inevitably end up with pneumonia. Uh, but that was his constitutional right. Nobody can say, hey, you got to put on a coat because you're going to get sick. The same as they can't tell you, hey, you got to put on a coat. Uh, I mean, you got to take put on a mask so you don't get sick or make somebody else sick. OK, which is really asinine because the people that's got the shots, it's got the mask. are going around spreading the virus, make the people that don't have the virus that can't spread it because they don't have it sick. Mm -hmm. This is, I don't care what Biden says, this is a pandemic of the vaccinated. Now, good news is anybody speaking bad against vaccines, they're going to try to throw us off there. So y'all might not have to listen to us long because I ain't going to stop. OK, I'm going to keep fighting. But anyway, this whole thing, you know, this whole thing. It's just, I mean, it, it's its ridiculous the way they're doing this. Uh, I threw my paper away too quick. I got to get my notes back. Uh, threw it away the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Bill, you know, a lot of people calls it call this situation a stupid situation. I'm going to go ahead and let them know. You can love on it. You can feed it you can care for it you can make uh, keep it warm you can let it get cold but one thing you can't do with stupid is is uh fix it there, there's no way right well you know uh what's going to happen 
And we've seen this in the past. And Dan Bongino mentioned this. When things, he didn't say exactly this way, but when things go bad for the Democrats, they get desperate. Oh, yeah, they're scared. And when they get desperate to save themselves, because that's what this is going to be. This is going to be a desperation to save themselves. Biden's going down in flames. Kamala's going down in flames. Nancy Pelosi, like you said, some of the, you know, some of the liberal press are already saying she's retired. Okay. Uh, she's going down. She's getting the hell out of Dodge. I think there's something like 25 or 29 Democrats done said, that's it. We're not coming back. We're going to retire and live on taxpayer money the rest of our life. Draw our full salaries. Okay. We've done all the damage we can do. And we're going to get out because I think they think if they, if they do an exodus when the new senators come in, that they won't be held accountable. Well, that's not the way it works. It's I pray that if it's a red wave, that the rhinos are gone with the Democrats and we get some really hard fighting uh, conservative, true Republicans in office. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want y'all to think that this is a show where you're going to hear just, you know, right down the middle, because I'm going to tell you how it is. And I don't care if it's Democrat or if it's Republican. But right now we're in this mess because of Republicans. OK, so if you get butthurt about me talking about the Democrats, you get butthurt about me talking about the Republicans, the independents, the DOJ, the CIA, the FBI or any of the other Apple soup, Apple soup, uh, alphabet soup uh, agencies, then you just get mad about it and you can stay by and listen or you can leave. And the other thing you can do is you can come on the show and debate with me. Tonight, we don't have the show live, but there's many times it comes on live and we always, uh, if you look in the description, there's always a way to get on this show. Uh, if you're watching, you know, if you're watching and it's not pre-recorded like tonight is. Uh, there again, you can always email us too. And let us let us know what it is that you'd like to talk about and how to contact you. Right, we're going to try to do shows back uh, pretty much at least Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, if not Tuesday and Thursday too. Uh, we've all been fighting sicknesses, both personally and in our families, and other issues, and taking care of legal issues and stuff, and. Um, on top of that, I'm running, like I said, I'm running for sheriff and it's going to take some time away from me. Okay. But, um, the thing is, is that, uh, when we're on the air, uh, you can always check at nine o'clock at night. And if we're on the air, then you can come on at nine o'clock at night and be on the air with us. And you're welcome to do that. You'll have a zoom invite ID at the bottom of this show. Uh, it'll give you a, Zoom uh, ID uh, meeting number and a Zoom password, and those how you get on the show when we're when we're running live. Okay, <clears throat> we're talking about things going bad for the Democrats and them getting desperate to save themselves. Biden's sinking, Kamala's sinking, Pelosi's sinking, Schumer's going to be sinking too. Just okay. face it, he's losing control of his Senate. Because all it's going to take is Joe Manchin to say, I've had it. And he's right at that point right now. He said the other day he's getting sick of his party treating him the way they're treating him. They've threatened that man, threatened his family, threatened his life, threatened their life. They've threatened everything. 
Okay. How much longer do you think it's going to be before he pulls like some of these other Democrats done lately and says, hey, I'm a Republican. <laughs> Guess what? We get the House back. Yep. Unfortunately, we'll get Mitch with it. But uh, that sucker needs to go, too. Okay. I'll tell you right up front, Mitch McConnell needs to go. We got a saying down here in Kentucky. It says, ditch Mitch. And Mitch has always been able to buy his way in. And he's always got the old people uh, that think that he does a great job. He's got his bridges and stuff, but they don't stop to look at what he's done to get the money out of out of the situation for himself as he done that. And the other issue is just like his last bridge he built up toward Cincinnati. Uh, they built it on our dollar, but instead of keeping the tow roads there to reimburse the money they took from us, they turn around and get handed it over to a private company to run it, collect the money and maintain it. So it, we just threw our money away. Ditch Mitch, made, Ditch Mitch made his money and everybody else got, got the shaft. Uh, but anyway, anyway, when things go bad for them, things are going to start to change. Okay. And they're already starting to change. Okay. Uh, there's a fence now behind the Capitol already installed 25 feet high. This week, they started putting up more concrete barriers in front of the White House, not outside the fence, but inside the fence on the lawn. Why? Because when you start to do something that may bring wrath of the people, you have to put up your barricades to protect yourself. Think about that. Okay. First thing they've done, they charged Stuart Rhodes of the Oath Keepers. For sedition, uh, and I don't know what Stewart did, but I'll tell you what one thing Stewart did is Darren Ferguson, Missouri. Stewart Rhodes sent his oath keepers in. They took rooftops armed. And they told the rioters to back away from the building or they'd be fired up on. And you know what that did? That ended that riot. Stuart Rhodes took people to the Bundy farm when Harry Reid sold his property out from under him. So federal grazing ground out from under him as well and was trying to sell it to China. Nonetheless, Joe Biden's good people. I wouldn't doubt Hunter and Joe wasn't tied in on that, too. Uh, Harry and his son had done the, the real estate deal and they'd sold the water underneath that ranch. And it turned out there was a large inland aquifer a couple thousand feet down, two, three thousand feet down. And uh, not mention all the uranium and all the other uh, elements in the soil. There was quite a few. Um, so Stuart wrote some people out there that stood up and took a stand. Oath keepers have stood up. And I know Louisville, Kentucky, I've seen them stand up in Indianapolis. I've seen them stand up in uh, California. I've seen them stand up, you know, in the Pacific Northwest. I've seen them stand up, you know, in the uh, Northeast. Okay. So Oath, Oath Keepers have stood up and protected American people. So is it any wonder that maybe they would be trumping something up against Stuart Rhodes? We know 
that the January 6th was a alphabet soup agency orchestrated event. Okay. Yeah, I'm on I'm gonna tell you something. I called a lot of people and a lot of patriot groups and told them to stay the hell away from Washington, D.C. and the state capitals on January 6th. I personally made sure myself was in front of a bunch of people on news that day. Okay. <laughs> and I was in eastern Kentucky, nowhere near Frankfurt. <laughs> I got newspaper articles and, and news footage to prove it. Uh, so anyway, um, I had gotten a call from somebody in an alphabet agency that I know that gave me the word it was a setup. So I told everybody I knew, don't get drawn in, stay away. This is a setup. Don't ask me how I know. I'm not going to tell you. Just stay away. Most of them listened okay matter of fact all of them listened Stuart I had trouble reaching I hadn't talked to Stuart in a while uh, I had trouble reaching Stuart to tell him to keep his people away uh, there were people that went up there uh, that is my understanding that were supposed to be Michigan Wolverines which is the Michigan State Militia turned out they were not and they were being handled by an alphabet agency. Okay. Uh, a lot of this kind of stuff went on. Now, I found out last night that not only did they just whitewash the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. Uh, you know, usually when you have a shooting review, the officer has to speak. Yep. He has to go before a review if you shoot somebody. This officer did not have to do that. He never gave a testimony. Sorry, he was an Written officer. Written or oral. And then, well, supposedly he is. Then our government ordered Ashley's body cremated within two days of her being shot without her husband's permission. Are you smelling the coffee yet, folks? I can't, but this is what's going on. And this is just the beginning, folks. They're wanting to charge Stuart as a seditionist, okay? And they are. You've got these barriers going up. They're preparing so that you don't break in on them, Okay. But there's something you, you got to understand. It's time to be prepared. While they're making preparations, you have to be prepared. And you've got to be prepared for numerous unconstitutional mandates to come down the track. Uh, also look for numerous uh, executive orders that are unconstitutional to come down the track. Oh, yeah. One thing because, that I have found, found out with those executive orders, that's the policy of what the president's wanting to do. It does not necessarily make it law. That has to be ratified through the House and Senate. 
Well, if you look up, if you look back in history, let's look back at, at Nazi Germany. Okay, Hitler was the Führer, and everybody was behind him. And then when a few people started to question him, people started getting charged with this, started getting charged with that, started getting put to death, started getting drug out in the streets, died of the long knives, even his own people. Okay, uh, you've seen all this transpire. Okay, Hitler started going underground in bunkers. Okay, he started putting up his concrete petitions, basically. You know, they got the bunker at the White House. Okay, uh, started putting up his bunkers and stuff and going underground. Uh, when he came out, he came out with a huge army around him, you know, to protect him. Uh, these are the things that dictators, Marxist, tyrannists, communists do. Okay. So, first of all, you put out all these illegal, all these unconstitutional laws where you take people's rights, okay, that you don't have the right to take. Then you write more executive orders to take more rights that you don't have the right to take. And then you say, okay, you're not, you're still not behaving. You're still not in lockstep with me. So, we're going to put you under martial law. We're going to call you military in on top of it, okay, which is illegal in the United States. Exactly. Um, so I urge them to be careful with what they do. Okay. Because you're liable to call the military in and they liable to point the guns the wrong damn direction. Cause I know a lot of them. Okay. It might not be nice, but with that said, we've got all this stuff that we're going to have to start watching for as Biden's presidency continues to fail this is the most failed leader i believe we've had in the united states can you think of one that's not one i mean we took 244 years to build up to the point we was at and we was in a energy free energy i mean we we were energy independent uh, we had good jobs. People were buying houses for the first time. People of color, you know, Mexicans and, and blacks and Asians, they, 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 first time they could afford to buy a house. They was out buying houses. Everything's going good. And now, boom, here it comes. Instro's Biden and damn, everything's gone. You know, I've been out doing some driving today and I have seen more houses with four to six vehicles parked out front. And these houses aren't much bigger than what it is I've got right now, if that big. So there's families moving in with family members or friends or somebody. There's there's multiple adults living in the household. They have that many vehicles out there. Right. And it's it's more and more common to find that these days. This presidency is nothing like anything I've seen. It's nothing like anything I've seen before in my life. we have a president has obvious mental problems. Uh, he, he can't string a coherent sentence together. Uh, he'll walk out and say, what am I doing here? Or I got my butt white. Or if you don't vote me, you ain't black. <laughs> what gets me is he don't know what uh, let's go Brandon means. He can't answer. Yeah. It, it's a throwdown on him. I mean, it, it's straight disrespect to him. And he's, yeah, I agree. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> you 
You know, I think I think we already sent him a decal and have it put on the presidential limousine on the back of it. <laughs> His first lady knew what it was, but she didn't dare look at him. Uh, you know, he, he, he can't answer questions. He, ha he has no show of strength around the world. He is viewed as the weakling of the world right now. Uh, he, he knuckles under every under under to everybody. Yet he wants to come off as a tyrant in America. I don't understand it. Like I said his approval rate was thirty three percent. He's lost the majority of the black voters, the Latino voters, the independent voters, the Democratic voters people of every color and the independents he's lost the independents terribly because the independents were leaning democrat now they're maybe 20 some odd percent of them is supporting i almost believe that the republicans could run with mitt romney and win i wouldn't vote for either one of them but i mean i believe they could you know if he if he didn't have trump running again him I don't think I don't think that. Uh, oh, and here, <laughs> speaking of the race, guess who's throwing her hat in? Hillary Clinton. Well, you know, that doesn't surprise me. She thought she had it fixed in 2016. That would be a funny, funny rerun. I think it would be funny. Uh them two can talk smack. I have to just say, I, I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed her walking into Trump's one-liners when, <laughs> when they run the first time. <laughs> uh, I should be in the White House. No, you should be in prison. <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, the writing's on the wall. Kissinger's done left. Cheney's losing her job. I mean, she's like polling 18, 19% in Wyoming. The people in Wyoming's done with her. So that's two rhinos they're losing that's supporting them. I heard Romney was trying to kiss up to Trump again. That ain't going to work. You know, him and Mitch might as well start their own little party called the Flakes or something, you know. Uh, but that's not going to work. He's not going to get backed. McConnell's not going to get back. Lindsey Graham's going to fight him getting any back and now the Republican Party. He's not said he would. Uh, so, I mean, you're looking at these Republicans, these rhino Republicans, he's no good, no count, dirty, double-dealing, Dutch-loving Republicans. And I got nothing against the Dutch. I don't know why I said Dutch, but that, it just sounded good. And you got these, these no good Republicans. They're starting to fall, too. Yep. So the Democrats are starting to fall. The Republicans are starting to fall. If we can get more Republicans in and some decent Democrats, maybe hang on to sentiment and mansion, get some decent ones in there, you know, that's middle of the road Democrat, you know, uh, not, not you know, more centrist. I think they call them centrist Democrats, don't they? More to the center. If we could get more of them in, maybe some centrist Republicans, too, and some conservatives to counteract this left wing that's destroying everything. 
Okay. If we could do that, we'll be in good shape. Uh, but we've got all that going on. Well, as these people are losing their power, they're going to start freaking out. And if they lose the primaries, that's when everything is just really going to break loose bad on us if it don't before then. Okay. Yep. Because when they say, hey, we're not going to control the House, we're not going to control the Senate, and we know we're not going to control the White House after this round, you know. I have another thought in mind, too. All yeah. of you that's out there listening, American citizens, volunteer to work the polls. Because if you've never done that before, it is a, it's something that everybody should spend their time doing. I've worked the polls since 2012, and I have learned an awful lot, not just about the people in the area, but how the polls work. And what's going on there? Well, you so, know, we need poll workers. We do. We need, we need poll a, workers that want to make sure it's a fair election and not right. something that's thrown at us and told that's the way it is. And we need to really vet the candidates and the ones that are really going to stand up for you and really fight for you. Mm-hmm. Once you've vetted them, you know, make sure they're not related to, you know, so-and-so or so-and-so. Make sure they're not part of that bloodline that we all know about. Uh, make sure that they're, they're, you know, that if it's a local election like mine is, that it's not a nepotism thing. Look for somebody different. Somebody has never had a problem with the community. Somebody that's, you know, always, you know, trying to help the community the best they could. Look for people like that and then get behind them. Stand behind them. Go out and knock on doors for them. You know, you don't even have to join a campaign. You just go out and say, hey, man, if you, you looked at this guy, I really wish you'd look at him, you know, uh, things like that. Uh, if you can contribute some to the races and stuff like that. Uh, I've decided I'm going to run a different style race down here. Okay. Uh, my advertising is going to be less conventional. Okay. Uh, my, uh, outreach is going to be more personal. Um, I can get in a lot of people's living rooms and get a lot of them's offices if I do it right. Okay. And talk to them. Don't forget their businesses too. Right. That's why I say their offices, their businesses. Uh, and the thing I'm going to push down here is. Hey, everybody's told me all these problems. How do you get rid of problems? And I want people to think about this tonight because this what I'm going to use this on my election. Okay. When I read my Bible, what did they do during the feast to prepare for the feast of the unleavened bread? Have to clean house first. They had to clean house. And they had to sweep every nook and cranny and dust every shelf and everything. And that was to get the old yeast out of the building. So the bread would be unleavened. It would not have a chance of getting leavening in it. If you want to clean up a sheriff's department, you sweep it out. You want to clean up a county court, you sweep it out. A town hall, you sweep it out. A school board, you sweep it out. You get rid of all the old and you bring in all new. Yep. Then if you have problems, it's not the problems of nepotism. It's not the problems of the old administration. It's not the problems of the deputies or the, or the, the magistrates or whoever doing things illegally. 
that were there because they're gone. Yep. But then you got to have somebody, be it a county judge, a mayor, or a police chief, or a sheriff, or a leader of a house, or a leader of a senate, that will stand up and hold the people that's there now accountable fully, openly, and in the public eye. Yes, sir. You know, I've heard so many stories about, well, we didn't bring this out because we didn't want to give the Department of Black Eye. But they're walking black around town with a black eye. And they don't get near as black as if, if you shine light on them right off the bat. You let me catch a deputy getting a little teenage girl in the car with him for illegal reasons. You yep. let me catch a deputy throwing a party, a drug party, beating his wife for drunk driving. It's going to be right in the news. Because if it's you do news. it, if you come down here, Fran, and do it, it'll be in the news. And we've known each other our whole life. And you know I yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. So that's what we need across this country. And we need people that are constitutional you need constitutional sheriffs because they're the they're the they're the front line they're, they're right on the front line for you and your rights okay but then you need your county officials your city officials and your state officials to stand with your sheriffs and together if we can get enough states to do that then we can take it to Washington and put a stop to everything it's called from the ground up. Right. But we've got to get it in there and get all that old stuff that keeps infecting the new stuff and get it away from here. Yeah, and well, if you cut the find roots sheriffs off. that are willing to give up, you know, nice toys, the money they get to buy nice toys in order to give up your rights to the federal government. You've got to make sure you don't get one that's going to end up saying, well, yeah, I'd like to have a bearcat. So, yeah, you can come in, take take red flag law and run it through my county. No, that ain't going to fly with me. Keep your bearcat. We got ways to take care of them, too, if we need to. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's just the way I look at it. Uh, so you got to have the root, people. If you cut the root off, the plant won't grow. Right. And if you're smart, you put a little weed killer down in the hole with the root come from just to make sure. So, or salt or something. Make sure it's killed out all the way. Uh, sometimes you got to burn bridges. And that's what we've got to do to get our country back. We're going to have to burn some bridges. Uh, him and his cronies, Biden and his cronies are going to sooner or later, they're going to realize that this is over. And that's when all this stuff I look to start happening. Okay. And when this happens, uh, people start to realize the only way to save themselves is to react to it. Okay. Uh, we're already in this stage where not, where we're getting misinformation all the time from the mainstream news, right? We've talked right. about this how many times on the show, friend. Uh, we're getting this misinformation and willing uh, 
people are panicking and willingly accepting these mandates that come down. I'll put on the mask, you know, get a vaccine, get a vaccine card. You know, you can't go out and eat unless you do this or you can't do this. You can't have a business. And people are, are panicking. Oh, my God, I got to do this. I, I can't, you know, I, I can't I can't get this and die. I can't I can't, you know. And the truth is, they're not telling you is the mask are creating all kinds of airborne illnesses, all kinds of infections. And they're even causing cancer. Because they lower your oxygen input drastically. And when it does that, then cancer begins to grow in your system because cancer grows because of a lack of oxygen. Cancer cannot grow in an oxygen enriched state. Yeah. Uh, that's why so many smokers have cancer. It cuts down the oxygen they're actually breathing in. That's as, as much a fault of it as the carcinogen itself that's in the cigarette. Uh, I quit. You can too. Uh, this is all being propagated by a few people. And the proof is in the pudding. It's out there. We, we've showed a lot of the proof on the pharmaceutical agencies and, and what they're doing and stuff. This, we now know, was implicated by Anthony Fauci, the NIH, Director Collins of the NIH, Fauci's wife, who approves all the vaccines for the FDA, and Bill Gates, Rockefellers, and several other people. Okay. Yep. And the major pharmaceutical companies. And it's all in orchestration with the United Nations, which is majorly controlled by China, who had a hundred year plan that we know of. Mm -hmm. Okay. They constantly plan a hundred years ahead of time. They have a hundred year plan, a 50 year plan. The 50 year plan has been tweaked out of the hundred year plan. They just keep going year by year, tweaking, tweaking, tweaking. So, uh, this has all been orchestrated. Uh, Fauci and Collins sent money through Echo Health Systems because the government told them they couldn't fund gain-of-function studies. So they sent it as funding to Echo Health Systems with the understanding they would send it to the Wuhan lab for the Chinese Communist Party. Now, this took a very interesting turn the other night. Uh, when Anthony, Anthony Fauci was on an interview and he said we were in direct, working directly with the Chinese communist, the Chinese scientist, <laughs> that's why he said it. The first thing is he started saying communist party and he called himself and he stopped midstream and he said Chinese scientist. This is just more proof, which we already know is true because we've seen the Senate hearings, we've watched the Senate hearings, all the stuff that's come out, all of this that we told you about last year has come out now in the U.S. Senate. But we yep. were on, on Blog Talk Radio. You can go back and look for that episode. We were on Blog Talk Radio. We talked about this. We exposed Anthony Fauci last year. Actually, year before last. This is a new year now. Mm -hmm. That was 2019. 2019 that we exposed Anthony Fauci.
So uh, when he came out on the news a couple of months ago, we was like, <laughs> about time you caught up with us, right? So, I mean, this was all work that, that I mean, me and Deb done that work. Me and Deb done that work when Deb was on. And uh, we, we exposed all this. And, you know, we've caught you up base on it, you know, and you had you had studied it too, you know, what you knew about it. We tried to fill you in more. Uh, but, yeah, we, we, we brought all this out a year ago. But what's happening is as this goes on, people are, you know, are buying into this fear mongering by the mainstream media. Now Biden is telling the mainstream media to shut down any station or any show that uh, I'm talking about the big moguls of media, you know, like AT&T, ABC, NBC and people like that. So to, if, if they talk against his vaccine, to shut them down, get them off the air. So guess who the first one is to go under attack? One America News. One America News has been the stalwart organization, in my opinion, of all the news agencies when it comes to telling the truth on both sides of the, of the field, playing field. They do lean right. I will not deny that. You cannot find a station that doesn't lean one way or another. OK, it's not there. They do lean to the right, but they are very good about bringing out things about the Republicans as well as the Democrats. OK, but so they have fell under this because Biden don't want you to know that they are killing you. They don't want you to know that the viruses we've killed more people now with the with the COVID-19 virus than we have all the people since 19, uh, in the last 32 years with the other. Uh, All the vaccines combined. Vaccines put together. Yeah. yeah. We've caused more hospitalizations, more birth defects, more spontaneous abortions. Uh, I mean, the list goes on, you know, Lou Gehrig's disease and Guillain-Barre disease, Parkinson's death and, you know, uh, Organ failure. Organ failure, yeah. Kids, little kids getting chronic, you know, heart failure from, from their hearts swallowing up and taking on fluid and their lungs. Uh, they don't want you to know this, even though if you go on the Bears report, you can find it for yourself. You can find it for yourself. We've showed it on the show. I don't know how many times. Uh, and, it, and it just keeps growing, friend. Just keeps getting worse. The more shots I get, the more people die. Well, you know, they've been working on us since Mad Cow came out. And then they had the audacity to put this black and white cow up there. And they still have it on their website, black and white cow. Well, that's that's a dairy cow. It's not a beef cow. But they did their best to, and doggone us to go ahead and shut down the beef industry then. And at that point, I saw, I, I thought it was ridiculous. They should have shut down the dairy, the ice cream and the baby formula instead of the beef hamburgers and, and uh, pot roast. The milk. Yeah. And, and they have found by going through the, the mad cow and swine flu and bird flu and, and all this kind of stuff, they got people to go in and take these flu vaccines all along the way. And it become more and more readily. They've been pre-training their scientists to induce fear in people, unreasonable fear, un, un nonsensical fear. Fauci stands up and says, if you don't believe me, you don't believe in science. He is not science. Oh, he's science, all right. He just uses it in a way that people wouldn't expect. No, he's not science. 
Science, science is true until proven wrong. Fauci was proved wrong right off the bat, and he still insists he's true. He's anti-science. He is nothing more than a little twerp dictator. It's worse than that, though, Bill. It's much worse than that. If he can kill those kids that were orphaned by the HIV parents. Well, only a few years. And, and then go ahead and uh, do this experiment with the puppies, as they called it, the beagles that they, that they cut their uh, vocal cords so nobody could hear them scream. And just to see how long the, these two experiments would last and how long the, how long the, the, uh, uh, the, uh, oh, I forget the term of it, but the, 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 the live person, whether it be the dog or whether it be the child, either one, how long that they would live on that, on that medicine is what they were giving them. That's total evil. It's total evil. And then to stand up and lie to the people that this vaccine is safe, knowing that he's got a patent on it and knowing what's in it. It's just a big experiment all across the world, not just with the puppies, not just with the kids, but with people in general. And I don't trust that man for nothing. I know what's in that vaccine, and, and we've showed it to everybody here that it's gone. And go back and take a look at what we've already exposed to the pictures there. I don't want that stuff in me, and I don't want it in my family. And by getting by getting the the uh, virus that went around, we've all got natural immunity now. We don't need that vaccine. Right. I've had two of my household to come down with COVID <laughs> this past month, and that's where I've been. I told somebody and on Facebook, a friend of mine, that I had had it and I had natural immunity, mm-hmm. and her reply was for six months. How do you know that? Well, I was told three months. Nobody with nobody with COVID has come down with it again, and I know it. No. And it's been going on longer than that. But now, two and three months out, they're telling you you had to have boosters with the shot, and you were still getting it. You were still getting sick with it. You were still spreading it, making other people sick with it. So I mean, at that time, no science to it. At that time, they, everybody was told that that's a new, another variant. We don't know whether it's what you've got vaccinated with is going to going to stop the variant from coming in. And well, that's well, only got keep one you test for, sick. You know, it'll keep you from getting it sick. Well, I tell you what, I got pretty sick. Oh yeah, I got pretty sick. It's a, it's a real disorder. I used a home a home remedy, okay, a, a, a holistic remedy, and it worked. And, uh, of course, if I was to give it out on the air, if I was to give it out, you know, on social media or something, then, you know, they'd be ready to hang me, you know, yeah. for it. Don't but have it a medical worked. license. <laughs> it worked. And uh, that remedy is out there. People search for it. They can mm-hmm. find it. And uh, I have shared it with some people that have used it and got better. Okay. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's not it's not the end all kill all, and I, I had it when Delta was going around, which was a lot worse than Omicron. Omicron, you get the diarrhea, you feel yucky. That's all symptoms uh, it of the original. Hardly move into your lungs, right? So yeah. 
That's what 19 was all about. Right. And uh, so, I mean, I got it when it was bad. I got over it. And, you know, I didn't argue with this lady. God love her. She's a friend of mine. We're going to argue with her. She's had the shots. She feels that's the way to go. That's her decision. Okay. You know, I've told people right in this county, they say, well, you don't believe in taking the vaccine. You don't believe in vaccines. You don't believe in the math. No, I believe in the right to choose. And I will stand for your right to take it as much as I will stand for somebody else's right to refuse it. Okay. I will not let anybody deny you for taking it if you want it. And I will not, as your sheriff, let anybody force it upon you either. That's the only way to do it. Because we have a society where we make our medical decisions. For years, they've let Jehovah Witness kids die because they couldn't give them blood. I've seen Muslim people die because they couldn't have an IV, couldn't have any needles stuck in their veins. Okay? That's their choice. And you have to honor that. You know, I, I've, I've had people die that was do not coach when I was on ambulance. And uh, we were forced to at least attempt a code so we would tell, we, we done a lot of hospice moves and we would tell the hospice people, don't call us if you don't want them worked. But then they would call us. And at that time we were bound by law to code. Them. Okay. I did not like having to do that. It was against that person's wishes. Okay. Right. My father-in-law was revived after being a do not resuscitate by a doctor. And that very well upset me as well. Uh, something else we have to watch for the DOG, DOJ is changing the definitions, them and the NSA, of domestic terrorism. Okay, now you heard part of this, I know. Uh, one of their definitions includes attempting to influence government through intimidation or acts of coercion. Okay. They're applying this to the January 6th protesters, okay? They're trying to make it where they can get them, you know, with some kind of terrorist charge now. Uh, because they've just been laying, until uh, Stuart Rhodes, it's all been, you know, trespass type things. You know, nothing nothing major. Uh, there, there still hasn't been one, one in, uh, insurgency charge. Okay. Not one. Uh, so my question is to this, if we're going to apply it to January 6th, was that not the intent of the Democrat politicians uh, who caused BLM and Antifa to riot, to burn cities, to loot cities, to rob people, to destroy uh, property, attack people, injure people, maim people, kill people, both civilians and police officers. Was that not their intent? Actually, when I look back at all that, right, a, a, a protest is when people are calmly walking down the street, singing, talking, maybe chanting, not being, not being forceful, but just having, having their, their parade so that everybody knows how they feel. A riot overcome or stop the jab or 
exactly. And right. when a riot begins, when things starting to get tore up, people are getting hurt or shot or that type of thing. They're not peacefully protesting at that point. That isn't all out riot. Riots and people from years and decades before, people were put in jail and later in prison for rioting. Right. But when when BLM and uh, Black Lives Matter and any other organ, Proud Boys or any other organization came in and they were being paid to do the job that they were doing, that's rewarding somebody for disturbing the peaceful protest and putting well, that responsibility on I the people. I want to clarify one thing you just riding. said. I want to clarify one thing you just said. I okay. happen to know for a fact Proud Boys was never paid to be there. And I also know for a fact Proud Boys was the most racially uh, balanced group out of everybody there. Okay. And I actually know because I have been in the streets where they were that they were there to protect the people. I know that they were, they were all there to, uh, uh, everybody was there for the same purpose, whether if it was to be, they were, they were there for the same event. And I, I'm sorry if I, if for I different said reasons. Down, uh, <laughs> yeah. for di- they were all there for different reasons. Right. It's the ones that bring the riot and the, violence into the protest that were never charged well that's that's the point uh you know the proud boys got painted with the stroke of of uh being a white supremacist group and from having interacted with them um i know that that was the farthest thing from true okay that was a democrat uh takedown of a patriot group that's when it started and i kind of got upset with trump because he should have never fell into that okay and 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 did what he said uh but with that beside the point the the fact of the matter is is the democrats stirred these riots on they encouraged them they invoked them I know a lot of Democrats around here, too, and there's some mighty good people out there that classify themselves as Democrats. And it's not a Democrat or Republican issue. This is an issue of wanting to overthrow the this United States This was people like, like Maxine Waters, people in the Democrat Party. I'm not painting the whole Democrat Party with a brush. Right. I, I think the people's got enough sense to know the ones that done this, okay? It was Maxine right. Waters, okay? It was Cory Booker. It was Harris, okay. It was uh, it was uh, Val Demings, some of them others that pushed this stuff. Uh, they got out there and said, "Get up in their face, get up in their grill." AOC, okay, the squad, okay. Uh, now I think the squad's become the squid or something. It's got more tentacles or something. I don't know. It seems to me I heard they got more people in it now. But anyway, it was these people that were going out there and telling them, hey, get up in your rep, in your, in the, if you see Republican rep at, in a grocery store or in a restaurant or at a gas station, get up in their grill, tell them, get the F out of here, tell them they're not welcome here. That was Democrat leaders in Washington, D.C. that were stirring that on. Okay. Exactly. And several of them got up and said so. And Joe Biden and Harris, actually bailed people out in Minnesota who assaulted people, robbed people, raped people, 
and killed people. They bailed them out when they got locked up in them rats. And now they have destroyed the police departments in, in the Democrat cities. They have destroyed the, the bail system. They have destroyed prosecutors across the country, attorney generals. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is them who has set out to use violence and intimidation to coerce a change in government. That was my point. Okay. That's what they're changing that to be, but it's only for the January 6th people. They need to start looking back. Okay. If we're going to do that, let's go back to the beginning of the year 2000. Let's start coming forward and and let's start prosecuting everybody, but they're not going to do that. Okay. That's one of the things we've got to watch out for. That was my point there. Uh, but they were the ones that were, were going out there, you know, and saying, do this, do this, do this. And then they did it and they, there was no consequence. But now, because some people show up at a peaceful rally mm-hmm. and about 100 of them fall under the direction of Ray Epps and a few other federal actors that are very obvious that were there. Uh, more will be coming out on them in the future, I promise you. Uh, Ray Epps was actually listed as most wanted from the insurrection day, as they called it. Okay. Uh, he was one of the most wanted, but yet suddenly a new list came out and Ray Epps was off of it. Ray Epps is a federal operator. He belongs to an alphabet agency. Okay. So, uh, several of them fell off the screen that were involved. Where is John Sullivan? John Sullivan is a member of Antifa, a member of Black Lives Matter. He started Insurgency USA, yet he showed up the day of January 6, 2021 as a Trump supporter. There's a lot of them infiltrated. Yeah, a lot of them infiltrated that rally. He made $100,000 off the video they shot that day, including Ashley Babbitt's death. CNN paid 80, I think it's either CNN or MSNBC one, paid $80,000. I think it's MSNBC, paid $80,000 for the footage. ABC Australia paid $20,000 for the footage. He made $100,000. He started a group called Insurgency USA. He was inside the Capitol and yet not charged. What does that tell you? Nancy Pelosi, President Trump, signed papers to have 20,000 National Guard there. Her and Mural Boxer said, we don't want them. The chief of police of D.C., okay? When the sergeant at arms called for the National Guard, Nancy Pelosi says, we don't like the optics. No. And now that they got this House Select Committee that's supposed to be people selected by their own party to be in that commission, it's all selected by the Democrat Party because Nancy Pelosi would not allow the two that was picked. Uh, What's the one from Indiana? That was supposed to be on it. Braun? Not Braun, the other one. It was 
he's a congressman. Uh, it was Jim Jordan and uh, I think his name's Mike something from Indiana was supposed to be on that. Nancy Pelosi wouldn't let them on it because they were going to ask questions that she didn't want to answer. Okay. So now they're saying we want records to come out. We want Nancy Pelosi's emails. We want her text and we want all of her conversation to do with anybody about January 6th. And James Clyburn jumps up and says, Oh no, she's off the table. You can't come after her. Now they ain't go after Donald Trump for saying, let's go down here and peacefully protest. But they can't go after her for refusing security for the House members and the Senate members the day of the insurgency when Trump had ordered them. Something wrong in Denmark, folks. Again, what are they doing? Well, they're using coercion and intimidation against people of the other party to influence the way government is run. Coercion and imitation, uh, uh, intimidation was when they refused to let Jordan and that senator, uh, congressman from Indiana on that committee because it was done in order to make the government go the way they wanted it to change the course of government. So again, that, my friend, is domestic terrorism. That is domestic terrorism. Make sense? They're wanting to change that definition from domestic terrorism to the, toward the people that refuse to get the vaccine. And only against them. They don't want to use it against everybody it applies to equally. Mm-hmm. For a law to be just, it has to be applied equally across the board. That's the only way a law is just. Okay. And number two, this comes out of the Patriot Act which is an unconstitutional act. The federal government does not have the power to have written that in the first place. It's time we, the people, wise up. You know, it's it's the same reason that they're defunding the police, the same reason they're letting the criminals loose, the violent criminals, and it's the same reason they're doing away with bail. Okay, same reason they're letting the border stay open because it's going to change and influence the direction of the government because they know that the Latin Americans or they think. But now I'm hearing that a lot of the new ones coming in are talking to their Latin bros (laughs) and they're like, no, we just come out of communism. We don't want to go back to it. We're not voting Democrat. So it's allowing back for them. But that's what the, the whole purpose of that bit has been, is to gain Democrat voters. That's why they keep the doors open. That's why they're wanting to hold the doors open and let everybody in they can get in. I do believe it's going to bite them in the tail. Because oh, yeah. people are getting here. They're looking around. Uh, the ones that's getting released in society, they're like, damn, I thought we left a third world country, not went to one. You know, especially, can you imagine getting dropped in L.A., San Fran? All the needles and the feces and the tent cities and, uh, you know, grandma and grandpa sleeping on the street. I mean, that's sad. That's sad. Okay, don't get me wrong. That's sad. But can you imagine coming out of a country saying, oh, I'm going to the land of prosperity, the land where dreams are made? 
All you got to do is work for it. And they get here and they find this mask, ungodly mask. Uh, like I said, that's what Maxine Waters and them was doing when I was up, uh, you know, telling people to get in their faces. Uh, if it's going to be applied to January 6th, it has to be applied to everybody. And it should be applied. And Dan Bongino brought this up in his show. It should be applied to those that attack the White House with the president in it. Yep. Everybody thought it was funny because the Secret Service took and shoved him in the in the bunker underneath the White House. That's what they do with the president when the White House is under attack. Okay. They thought that was funny. He was in more danger that night than they was at the at the at the rally. Yeah. At the Capitol. But yet the Capitol is the most horrible thing that's ever happened. It's worse than 9-11. Did you know that? It's worse than Pearl Harbor. That's what Kamala Harris got up and said. That's what I've heard Pelosi say. Oh, yeah. That's what they want us to believe. Oh, it was worse than anything ever, any attack this country's ever known. Bull hockey. Okay. That's why I got this hat on today. No more bullshit. I'm tired of it. Uh, we all know Biden. We know his crime family. We know how they prospered throughout history with his office his office has been like an atm you put up you pull up and you put some of your money in and it goes into joe's account and then you get a refund of a whole lot more money out of the taxpayer's account if you just do what joe tells you to mm-hmm. That's what that's what his presidency's been about. Uh, and this is all about money right now. Do you realize in the first three months, there has been one trillion fifty-one billion dollars in taxes collected, the highest amount ever in the history of the United States. Guess what? We weren't gonna have no tax raise. Where did a billion and fifty-one, uh, a trillion and fifty-one billion dollars come from in three months worth of collection? Then the people are paying for it. You're paying for it, and the longer you're off work, the longer you don't work, the longer you buy into this situation, the more you're going to pay like that. That's just in three months. You might say, "Well, I ain't paid no taxes yet." No, you wait till the end of the year when you file your taxes. Okay. Uh, this is a new record, like I said, for our state, uh, for our country. And let me ask you something else. Do you think Al Sharpton paid his $6 million in tax taxes? Uh, well, I'm just wondering whether he's still around. I'm yeah, sure Al, 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 Al Sharpton, is a, he's a sharp man, but he's, uh, he's another one that falls into that category of using his talents for things that are not good for the company and not good for the country. Well, Al Sharpton is going to keep using them. He's going to keep abusing them. The Democrat Party ain't going to do nothing to him because the Democrat Party holds him up like a god. They can move him into somewhere. They can cause a riot or, or destruction and distension, anything they want to do. Just run Al Sharpton in there with his mouth running. Uh, I, you know, I, I, lo- I won't even repeat what Dr. David Manning says Al Sharpton is, but you can go on to one of his shows on YouTube and you can look him up and listen to him talk about Al Sharpton sometime. Uh, 
And that's one black pastor talking about another. Okay. Uh, so you can go in and listen to Dr. David Manning. I, I love to listen to his shows. Uh, the thing is, uh, the New World Order wants you to be converted to, to this cryptocurrency, friend. Uh, have, have you been watching that? No. Well, I want you to just think about that. If your money is all on computers, if it's all digitally controlled, as they call it, okay, they can tell you, oh, you've got a password. As long as you've got your password, nobody can get to it. Well, you go ahead and you believe that, okay? Because, you know, they used to tell us when, when we was younger, if you've got money in the bank, federal government can't get to it without warrants, right? Well, that's why they're supposed to get it if they, they do it. It don't work that way. I know right in this county, I know about 10, 11 years ago, IRS walked into the sheriff's office and says, we're here, we're going to foreclose this piece of property and seize this bank account. Sheriff says, where's your papers? I had him papers and he picked them up. He looks through them, you know, he says, where's the judge's signature? Well, we don't need that. We're the IRS. Nine out of 10 sheriffs in this country or more, probably 75 out of 100, to be honest, would have said, okay, go ahead and do it. But we had a constitutional sheriff in office at the time. He says, in this county, the Constitution is still alive. He says, you want to see something in this county, you come back with a judge's order. He said, till then, get out or I'll arrest you. Don't come back without the warrant. Yep. That person today still has their property, still has their bank account. Okay. Uh, they, if they could do that then with paper, don't you think they have figured out a way to put a switch in there to zap out your account anytime they want? Oh, yeah. So you put all your money in one basket, all your eggs in one basket, Grandma used to say, and you fall with it, your eggs all bust. It's your fault. I used to get two baskets where I'd go out to the hen house. <laughs> I would carry one in the house at a time. Because <laughs> I knew if I busted all grandma and grandma's eggs, Papa was going to whoop me. <laughs> I could hear him down, kind of like Walter Brennan on that John Wayne movie. Boy, I told you. <laughs> uh, but this New World Order, they found a way to convince you and a lot of people are buying it. They're getting into this cryptocurrency, getting into these coins and all this stuff. Uh, it's not secure. Okay. No, it, it's a, I, uh, was, I was watching a video on how to get the company like that started. And all you have to do is just get a roster of, of uh, different people's names and numbers and get just one of them to buy a coin from you. And then you can start your company up. Right. It, 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 it's just a matter of... Uh, selling something that really doesn't exist. That's what yeah. the cryptocurrency is all about. Uh, people, you've got to, we're getting ready to wind it up here in just a little bit, but oh, you've yeah. got to understand they want your money first. Mm -hmm. They want your freedom to get your, and your rights to get these, they're going to try to take your guns. Okay. 
They're still pushing for it. That's the only reason they haven't advanced any faster than they have. Nathan, I said it's bedtime. The fear Excuse that me. they would have to face an armed public is the only reason they haven't advanced any faster than they have. They want your businesses if you own them. Uh-uh. And in the end, they want your kids and your life if you resist. I mean, this is very obvious. They're already starting to try to take kids from people, okay? Because you don't have a shot, we're going to take your kids. We've already heard about that. The interesting figures that I found tonight, the most interesting figures I found tonight was on the vaccines. And it had to do with Trump voters and Republicans in general. Okay. 32% of Trump voters, even with him kind of pushing the vaccine, which I disagree with him on that part. Okay. Uh, But he's got the right to believe in it. I've got the right not to. And he does honor that right to not believe in it. Okay. And not be vaccinated. 32%, almost a third of Trump voters have not been vaccinated. One third of Republicans have not been vaccinated. I think it's like 80 some odd percent of Democrats have. Okay. It was the last thing I heard. Uh, which, you know, if if this continues to keep killing people like it's been doing. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you, it's going to be a boon for the Republican Party, you know, uh, but I don't want to see that. Um, I want everybody to wake up. I want everybody to look at what we've got on the past shows about the vaccines and stuff. And I want them to be to be uh, listening uh, to what we had to show and then making their decisions for itself. Uh, they've used media to spread this propaganda uh, and fear. Uh, now, Biden is called on the media, like I said, to shut down anybody that talks against the vaccines. And again, One America News is one of the first ones under attack. It was either because of that or they offered to sponsor Brandon Brown's car. <laughs> they 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 made Brandon pull his L uh, LGB uh, let's go Brandon Bitcoin advertisement off his car. So uh, last week, One American News stepped up and said they would sponsor it if he would contact them. And uh, I happened to send Brandon a tweet as soon as they said that. Okay. So maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe it'll work out for both of them in the end. Um, but now their station's getting ready to be pulled. Uh, you know, I had somebody the other day made a remark about, uh, well, they didn't support me when I was running for office. I really don't care. That's the wrong attitude. That's the wrong attitude. Not everybody's going to support you. But if you're going into office, you're still going in to serve those people, too. Right. Okay. And I'm realistic. I know that everybody in Jackson County will support me. But the ones that do, I make you a promise. Once I'm in office, you'll be treated like everybody else. 
it's going to be equal, you know, and uh, I, I don't care to know if you support me or not, really, you know, as long as you pull the right lever when you go into or sign there, you know, fill in the right box when you vote. That's all I care about. But uh, I do appreciate I have a lot of people starting to support me. My page is growing. OK. And I'm getting new people on my page every day and, and everything. And uh, it's kind of exciting. Uh, I got to go to a meeting uh, yesterday with Take Back Kentucky 5th District. OK. And uh, there was a mix of us there. Not all of us see eye to eye. OK. Matter of fact, I heard it's almost fist fight before I walked in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the the bottom of the line is, though, is everybody there, for the most part, okay, uh, are there because they want to make a difference. Okay. I'm not going to say there was two of us there that are politicians. Okay. And uh, I had a comment back about somebody and everything, and I just said, well, you know, uh, I, I put it to you this way. The majority of the people, majority of us there were there for the right reason. And you can't let one person that you disagree with keep you from doing the right thing and getting together and, and helping to make this move forward. OK, exactly. we're not going to agree politically all the time. Uh, you know, I got in a picture with somebody that person didn't agree with, you know. Well, that's OK. We were all at that meeting. They wanted a picture of us there. You know, it was it was five people at that meeting and uh, we were planning, you know, to start this, you know, branching out here. Uh, Take back Kentucky's been around for a while, but fifth district, we're opening it up now, you know. And uh, so we finally got some people in the fifth district to do it. And like I said, we don't all agree on everything. OK, that's that's what that's what that's what a Democratic Republic is about, working through things. Right. Uh, that's what this country is supposed to be all about, but it's it's making it very difficult for us to have our voice when everybody else is shutting us down. Well, I figure anybody is there solely to get votes. Yeah. It's going to show anyway. You know, if that if that's if that's what that was, you know, if that person was right, it's going to show. It's going to show. Uh, you know, I've had people try to get me to hitch my wagon to their election. I won't do it. You know, uh, I've been photographed with somebody running for the U.S. Senate. I mean, for the state Senate. OK, uh, but he's running his race. I'm running mine, you know, and uh, while we agree on things, there there probably be things we disagree on. And if he gets an office and he, he helps pass a law that's unconstitutional and I get an office, they're not going to enforce it in this county. Just plain and simple. That's the way it works. And. Uh, you know, I've got somebody coming on uh, that is going to be talking about the misinformation we've been getting. It's very in-depth on it, okay? I'm just waiting to get a time with him to come on. His name is Franklin Jefferson. I've heard that name before. It's the name he goes by. It is not his given name. Uh, but he's had it ever since Facebook opened when nobody used their real names. <laughs> and he said, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I know his name. Okay. Uh, he's a legit guy. Uh, but, you know, when you do what we do, uh, when you're either 
doing what we do as a podcast, especially like what we do as a podcast, uh, you can actually be in more jeopardy than I can be running for office outside somebody want to shoot me. <laughs> and that don't mean they won't try to come shoot us, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm surprised I haven't looked out tonight to see if our little buddies in the sky are there, but uh, we've we've had a couple of flickers on my screen, have you? And, I had uh, noticed. We've not been knocked out yet, so, you know, that happens sometimes. Uh, we'll be on here. We'll get talking. All of a sudden, the screen will go black on that side. And I'll be sitting there looking at myself talking. And I got to keep talking. They come back or they'll be looking and I'll disappear or ahead of disappear. We'll have to keep going back and forth, you know, and we keep the show going. And a lot of times you think we're just maybe switching screens. Sometimes we do. And sometimes we, we don't. Sometimes there's been a couple times, but in fact, I believe that we've been showing a film where I had all the panels down where you couldn't see it on the screen. And I believe we've all had to come back on during that play- time that film was playing. So, but it didn't, it didn't show up because sometimes I can tell my local friend's eyes are on Ed's eyes. Like, did I miss something? Did you say something while I was gone? <laughs> So true, so true. <laughs> yeah. He, I get a little wide-eyed, you know. Uh, my, my, my left eye crosses in more when I do that, you know. <laughs> but, no, it, it's been a good show. I've, I've enjoyed it tonight. We've covered a lot of important things, I think, don't you? Yeah. And uh, we got we got to remember the past. Crowd boys, I just wanted to make sure that the audience understood uh, – you know, I've had interaction with them guys, okay, and my people said interaction with them guys, and they have never been nothing more than upright patriots. And I don't care what anybody says, I will stand up and declare that from the rooftops. Okay. My apologies for not knowing not knowing the truth because all I heard was what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I've been told that one or two of NDC did have, and they might have been the leaders, did have firearms. Okay, I don't know. I've been told they had, and then I've been told they didn't. Okay. If you listen to the Republicans, there wasn't no firearms collected at that area. Okay. The two firearms that were collected was away from the Capitol and, and that whole complex there on the mm-hmm. other side of town. And one of them was from an officer. So, <laughs> so. I I don't know what the truth is on it. I'm not going to get into it. But, you know, there's one thing that could be done, and I'm going to leave it with this. I think the most important thing that can be done right now is to get a hold of those records on Nancy Pelosi and Marion Boxer and, you know, the the uh, the uh, mayor and the chief of police and the uh, get get the uh, former sergeant at arms in to testify. I think those four things is important, but the most premium important thing I think we got right now is I want to see them 1400 hours of videotapes that they're refusing to release that you and I paid for that were surveillance on the building that you and I own. Yep. We have a right to those tapes. And if any of our, our representatives out there are listening to us tonight, we demand, we demand that you make them come up with those tapes. Uh, I don't care if you've got to go to Supreme Court to get a lawsuit and go to Supreme Court to get those tapes released. They need to be released. And so do those records. And without that, we will never have closure for this. And until we have closure for what actually went on and Ashley Babbitt's killer 
is held responsible according to the law. There will never be peace in this land. I can promise you that because people are just not going to put up with it anymore. The American people have spoken. They have spoken and they are fed up. I know I am. I don't know about you, friend, but I'm fed up with this. I've been extremely angry for a long time. And uh, I've been going through an awful lot of personal stuff at the same time. And I'm not the same person I was before COVID struck. And I don't know that I'll ever find that person again. Because of everything that I've learned, everything that I went through, and sharing what it is that I know with you and the, and the audience that's listened, I just would like to go back to the way it was and forget all this stuff ever happened. But it's not, if we do that, we lose our country completely. Well, you know, I was hesitant to get into politics and I was kicking around getting in Senator, getting into Congress and everything. And I just got going on the school board things and people start coming to me and saying, we'd like you to be our sheriff. You know, we need you to run for sheriff. And I got thinking about it and praying about it. And it came to me that this is the way that I can protect what's nearest and dearest to me mm-hmm. is to be right here. Because if I'm here, no outside agency is going to have power over this county. That's not constitutional. I mean, if it's a constitutional thing, I'll go along with it. You know what I'm saying? But if they try to pull this unconstitutional stuff in Jackson County, it's not going to fly with me in office. And so far, I am the only sheriff candidate that has stood up in this county and said, I will protect all your constitutional rights, not just your Second Amendment rights, but all of them. And I hope that that rings true in the people's ears and they understand how important that is. Because yep, I'm, yep. you know me, friend, if I, if I believe in something, I'm willing to stand up and die for it. You've known me for how many years? Uh, Bill and I met when we were in high school. And that's been a long time ago. Way back in the 1970s. Well, actually, I graduated in 76. Yeah. And that was a big deal for me to be gra- to graduate in the second hundred anniversary. And uh, Bill, Bill and I and probably, what, 20 some other kids from school always would run around together doing this and that. And yeah. we've got stories we can tell, but we'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> we all had those. <laughs> but uh, we, we took a long time uh, uh, apart from one another, getting married, raising our families. And uh, I moved all over the United States in the process and uh, found out. I moved halfway yeah. across it back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, Bill and I live in two different states, but we talk pretty much on a daily basis from time to time. Yeah. And uh, we come up with some of the most outlandish stories that we could tell everybody that we found to be absolutely true. And that's what we're trying to do is to get the, get the newest things going on right now that you're going to hear about maybe a, six months or a year from now. But we're telling you ahead of time. Well, Fran had done a lot of work, and I want to give you credit for this because it didn't get shown. Fran did a lot of work preparing us for a kind of like a look back yeah. show. And uh, we've been off the air so long. We've been sick and stuff. I said, we've got to get, you know, she's been pushing me. I'll be honest with you, she's been pushing me because I've been feeling to take on bad. I ain't felt like doing it. Uh, but she's been pushing me, and today I got the feeling like, hey, I'm going to do it. And I called her up, and, you know, here we are. 
but she done a lot of work on a show that we didn't put on. And it, it was to look back at what we had told you. It was kind of like, hey, look at this. We showed you and that we showed you. OK, right. Uh, but this show has set its mark of excellence most of the time on being right on the cutting edge. Sometimes we've been anywhere from a couple of days ahead, seven days ahead, two weeks ahead, all the way to the Fauci story where we was over a year ahead. Right. Of the other news agencies. I mean, I'm talking about ahead of Fox and CBS and NBC and all of them. We were over a year ahead on the Fauci funding the Wuhan lab in 2014. Uh, we were that far ahead on that and what it was for. We was okay. telling people about the gain of function before this become a problem. If somebody had listened to us and paid attention, this might not have happened. And I truly believe that. Because well, gain of function is Frankenstein stuff. Let, let's let's get give the audience one one gift before we leave tonight, okay? Not many people across this country knew that Trump was going to be in Arizona last night, right? And he came out, and from what I had, I started listening to everybody from the very beginning all the way to the end. And the biggest thing that I come away with is not so much that he was planning on running for twenty twenty four. But the biggest thing is, is there's multiple states throughout this United States right now that is checking into and doing an audit on their own ballot counts throughout their states. Right. And they, they didn't name all of them, but there is more than five or six or eight or 10. I don't know how many states are going back in and doing an audit because either the, either the secretaries of state has found a reason to do so. I know Colorado did she went to Mike Lindell and talked to them while they were looking for her passwords for those machines in her office. And she was on, on being recorded with Mike Lindell talking about her pa the passwords and what was going on in her state. And that I was don't remember that happened. So Mike Lindell has used his own money to find out the truth about the ballot count and that type of thing. And he said every ballot box in every county has been hacked by other countries to make sure that Biden won this election. You know, something else, the rights cancel culture, the way they attacked Mike Lindell and his business, that should fall under that domestic terrorism they're talking about. I'm sure it is. And that's Coerce why it buried. and intimidate. But, yeah, uh, I saw another another interview uh, today with the Secretary of State for Arizona, and she and she makes sure that Trump is just a, a sore loser, and that the election happened the way it did, the way it was supposed to, and that's right. with people's voice being out, and everybody at the Trump rally, they had what thirty eight thousand people plus there. There were yeah. people parked twenty five miles away in order to get there. Something, something yeah. like that in order to have a parking place. There was 25 miles of parking. <laughs> there was a 25 mile parking lot. Now, did all those people walk in or did they bustle them in from the parking lot? That's my question. I have no idea. You know, because they carry, no you know, they carry their coolers and their different things, you know, especially the ones out in the field that wasn't in the chairs. Yeah. But would they, just show, they would just show the chairs. They wouldn't show the ones in the field. You know, yeah, that was, was the sad part. You know, I wish one time one of the one of one of the news agencies had the integrity to turn their camera around when he asked. You know, what I'm saying? Wish, 
if, if to give you an idea of what it looked like on January 6th when everybody was down there, if we uh, was there, I would Trump rally. Every everybody was there. There's pictures out there that shows it, and there was people from the from the uh, all across there. It was it was more people there than what. Uh, well, who was it? Um, uh, Forrest Gump had when he went up there in front of the big pool. Yeah. There, was, there was a thousand times more people there than what there was around that pool. Well, you know, <laughs> they said that one of the New York or Washington papers, I forget which one, but it was Times of Wapo. One of them um, put pictures of empty seats. They come out and took the pictures of the empty uh, bleachers the day before. <laughs> and try to say there was no people there so there's your false information folks that's how it happens uh you know i can stand up here and, and tell you that joe biden uh rode a bicycle with a monkey and stole his mama's banana but you know you wouldn't believe me but you would turn around and believe somebody that's getting paid millions of dollars to stand up and lie to you I want you to stop thinking yeah, about yeah. that. Me and Fran ain't making a dime here. We're not uh -huh. making a dime here. We're doing this to bring you the truth. So it's up to you who you want to believe. Joe didn't steal a bicycle. Uh, didn't ride a bicycle with a monkey, as far as I know, and he didn't steal his mama's banana. Now, he might have sniffed some little kid or some woman. Oh, he did that down there? I know he'd done that, that before. Yeah. But you probably don't want to believe that either if you're a Democrat, <laughs> enough Democrat. So uh, anyway, Fran, I think that's pretty good. Can I get you to come back on Zoom with me after the show here just for a minute? Not a problem. I'd, I'd be happy to. Okay. Well, I like to say good night to everybody and thank you all for listening. Hope that you'll tune back in. And uh, until we meet again, may God bless you and your homes, your families, keep your children safe. And most of all, May God bless America. Good night. Good night.